0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking
1: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDSE. Welcome to the Baseball Together podcast, Baseball Family. For those of you new to the show, we are here to raise money for the nonprofit organization called Up, whose mission is to give disadvantaged young ball players the equipment they need to play the game we all love. We also want to unite communities by improving or rebuilding baseball facilities in areas suffering economic or environmental hardship. At this time, you can support by purchasing t-shirts and other baseball-related apparel and accessories from 9plusus.com. 10% of all sales go directly to the cause. Again, that's 9plusus.com. That's the number 9, P-L-U-S-U-S dot com. 9 plus us.com. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Baseball Together Podcast, brought to you by 9 plus us.
2: All right, welcome to another episode of the Baseball Together Podcast, Baseball Family. I am Brad, and I am joined by Brig. As always. And we are here for the Walking Wounded episode of the Baseball Together podcast because we are both a little bit under the weather today, but we're going to do the best we can to bring you the best content that we have. Um, So let's go ahead and get started.
0: Power on, Garth.
2: (laughs) We're not going to lollygag today. So let's start with some current events. There was something that happened this week, um, totally unexpected, and uh, I'm still in shock from it. I can't believe it. Um, Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs passed away. Um, he was found in his hotel room um, about two p.m. The team went to check on him because nobody heard from him. From what it sounds like, and he was he was dead. they and nobody knows why. Um, I'm I'm suspecting that in a couple weeks we're going to get a talks talks report back and find out um, whatever happened. You know, uh, I don't. I have no idea. I'm not gonna even going to speculate. Yeah, but it either. seems like seems like the Angels in the last 10 years, if there wasn't such thing as bad luck, they'd have no luck at all.
0: Right. That's exactly right.
2: You know, I mean, it, it was 10 years ago, Nick Aidenhart was killed in a, in a car accident. And then um, there was uh, uh, Luis Valbuena was killed in a car accident as well. I mean, yeah. that's that's three players for the Angels in the last 10 years who have, who have passed away.
0: It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy, and it's super sad. And he was married; mm-hmm. um, he's only twenty seven years
2: old. Yeah, Yeah. And I saw something where, just... where he and his wife had just been starting about or starting talking about starting a family, and oh, geez. yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. And uh, and my thoughts have definitely been with with the angels and uh, Tyler Skaggs' wife this this week because I I can't imagine what she's going through.
0: Just yeah, so I remember watching. I remember watching Tyler at uh, Class A, or Rookie Ball. Yeah, in Orem. In Orem Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's kind of like a little closer to home for us, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. We both We both have ties to the Orem Owls. Um, yeah. Speaking of the Orem Owls, though, I want to kind of change gears here and get a little bit happier news. Um, so we, we both have ties to the Orem Owls. You were, what, a season ticket holder? Or do you just go to a lot of games? Yeah.
0: Uh, at both at different seasons you know mm-hmm. just depended <clears throat> but I was uh I always participated they always picked me to do the on the field attractions mid game and stuff yeah we <laughs> had a lot of fun
2: that's cool and I was I was a media intern for the 2016 season when the angels um drafted Matt Thice he was a catcher at Virginia Tech um they brought him in as really a hitter because the, the dude can hit yeah, and he played first right. base for the Angels for about a month because he was he was killing the ball before he got called up. Um, but he made his major league debut this week. Nice. Um, he got he got a hit in his in his first game. I got to watch him um, Friday afternoon, um, or sorry Thursday afternoon. I got to watch him play on the on the Fourth of July, and that was, that was pretty exciting to watch a guy who I watched make his professional debut <laughs> in rookie ball. Watch him make, yeah. make his uh, his first week in the big league. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah, that's really cool. Good for him. Congratulations. Yeah, so congratulations to Matt Thyson making his big league debut this week.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Takes a lot. It takes a lot. It does. To get from rookie ball all the way to the show. Like, it is nut, it's nuts. It's not easy.
2: On the fact that he did it in three years, I think is so impressive. And he's one of those guys where when he came up to the plate, we watched him hit. We were like, oh, yeah, he's he's definitely yeah, going to make it. And yeah. and we could tell that that was their their intent with him. I mean, he was a first round pick, so they they wanted him to make it. But man, he there's something special about him. He was he was different than everybody else.
0: Yeah, it's true. I remember that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the minor league system and how how difficult it is to toil in the in the system another time, but mm-hmm. you know, some guys do they stick around and they play eight, nine, 10 years in the minor leagues. And that's just crazy. So, so first of all, good for them for sticking it out. And second of all, three years and up is fast.
2: Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So Friday night, there was something crazy that happened. Um, A lot of people know about the earthquake that happened in Southern California, big earthquake, 7.1 magnitude. Um, But it didn't seem to affect things. At Chavez Ravine, the Dodgers and Padres are playing. <laughs> I was watching. I was watching this video after, and they just played right on through, played through the earthquake. I was watching the video, the camera shaking, everything. Uh, the TV guys are talking about it, like, oh, we're having an earthquake pitch. <laughs> yeah, this thing's still going pitch, <laughs> you know, like, pitch right through the earthquake, and it was yeah. no small earthquake. Like I said, seven point one magnitude, and uh, and Kike Hernandez was at at the plate. He fouled the pitch off. And who knows? He might have made solid contact if the ground wasn't shaking below him. Um, but, <laughs> right, right. but he uh he walked out of the batter's box and the ball boy or the bat boy came and brought some balls to the umpire, and you could see he kind of looked at the, at the bat boy and he was like, "Really?" Like it's almost like he said, "Like, do you feel that?" The earthquake. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah, it was, it was kind of crazy to watch these guys just playing right through this earthquake. That and I don't know. I don't know what the crowd was like. I didn't watch the game or anything like that. And, and I don't know if it's one of those things where, uh, where it, it's it feels like it's so unstable there anyway that it feels like the ground is constantly shaking, or if if that's just kind of how it feels in the box anyway, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, but especially by these by these rookies that are doing
0: amazing work at the plate with LA right now. Yes,
2: yes, fantastic work, and I mean all across the board with LA speaking of the Dodgers they walked off 5 games in a row this week 5 oh, games and i
0: can't believe it yeah and 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 in in one in a couple of cases they're
2: rookies yes exactly
0: back to back back to back rookies and so like I, like i was saying let me cut and circle all the way yeah. around i'm sure they're shaking in their boots oh, right gotta the be. and then add, add a, an earthquake to it right yeah. <laughs> it's just interesting but yeah, five in a row is bonkers. It really
2: is, and I watched that fifth one. I couldn't believe it. I didn't think they were going to be able to do it. But as a, the bottom of the tenth against the against the D, the Dbacks, and uh, and Bellinger just crushed a ball into the right field seats, and I was like, they did it again. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. it's five yeah, in a row. It's amazing.
0: That's got to be a record, right?
2: I th- I think it has to be. I I think it has to be. But really, the question that came to my mind was: first off, the resiliency of this team. You know, like you've got to be able to grind out those wins to be able to walk off that many in a row. And and you know, one of them they didn't even get a hit. They you know, walked around. They five walks in a row. They, they right. Diamondbacks pitching, and you know, they kind of that's a that true one. walk off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> walked in the walk off. But I there's got to be a
0: word for that in baseball when you walk in a walk off.
2: Oh yeah, I mean you've got the back off, right?
0: Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's like I wonder if it's a walk in. A walk in, walk in, walk in,
0: Man, that's awesome. Um, we should coin something. Right? The walk in. We should coin that.
2: the walk in. Yeah. You heard it here first, people. <laughs> the walk in. <laughs> but Brig, I want to know: Do you think these Dodgers are for real? I mean, we've seen them in the World Series the last few years. But do you think this? Yes, do you think this is the team that could finally break through? Yes. What makes you think that?
0: Yes, they only have what they only have one problem. What's that? The New York Yankees. <laughs> it's the only problem. I agree with that. And that's yeah. it. But but it's going to be a, like if that, and we've talked about this. Like, it's I think it'll be L.A. and New York. But if it ends mm-hmm. up being that way, it'll be one of the greatest series we've seen in a long time, and mm-hmm. and that is saying a lot because the last three. Or four even have been yes. magical, like yep. crazy.
2: Yes, they so we've been spoiled with World Series lately.
0: Spoiled, yeah, just filthy, rotten, spoiled. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and I, th- I think this is the Dodger scene that can finally break through. But yeah, I think I do too. I, I, I agree with you though. The one thing standing in their way is the Yankees. But they do have one thing over the Yankees is that they can, they can play small ball. They're not reliant on the home run. I mean, granted, Bellinger is killing, killing the ball. He's the first Dodger to hit 30 home runs before the All-Star break, which is fantastic. That's amazing. But It's amazing, yeah. But they're not reliant on the long ball to win games.
0: I agree. I agree. And the Yankees are less reliant on the long ball these days than they have been. Mm -hmm. So it's the tides are turning, and I think the little merry-go-round that they've been experiencing has a lot to do with that. So that's good. Yeah, but it you're right. When they settle into their comfort zone, it's home run baseball, and you can't win a championship that way. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting.
2: Yeah, it will be, and and I think it's gonna take some take some small ball, which I think you're gonna you're gonna go to your grave preaching small ball and some, some great base running, which is which yeah. is what we've seen a lot of lately. We've seen some amazing base running, and I am in yeah. I am in love in love with this base running that we've seen lately. Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. of the Padres, I mean, I, I posted this on the <laughs> VIP on the VIP group that it, it's time to start watching the Padres. <laughs>
1: Seriously. I mean,
2: they, they may not be winning a bunch of games. I know Machado said to some fan the other day that he thinks the Padres are going to win a World Series for the Dodgers, and I, I don't think so. But Fernando Tatis Jr. is the reason to start watching the Padres. That guy, he scored from second yeah. on a pop-up to the second baseman just outside the cut of the grass.
0: It's amazing. It's, I know. I, I, I go back and watch that clip over and over. Oh,
2: me too. I, I don't know how many times I've watched it. I've watched it so much. I love it. And Odor, Rugned Odor from the, the Texas Rangers, has stolen home three times this season. I don't know yeah, if the guy he stole has. three stole home three times last season altogether, and he's done it three times by himself.
0: Yeah. Well, it's the pants he's wearing. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a ball player. It's those, it's those hiked up booty shorts he's got on or whatever. must be. <laughs> it's got to be. Right? It's got to be. be that.
2: <laughs> I I feel like this is, is the thing. is Wearing your pants up is underrated. Because, the reason I always like to do it is because of mobility. I felt like I could move yeah. better because my pants are down around my ankles. I, not like my pants pants, but like the the <laughs> the hem the hem was down around mm. my ankles yeah, where, cuff. yeah yeah i i couldn't move as well right if i pulled the hem up to my knees you know you've got all that extra extra pant leg you got so much yeah. more room to move so much I more totally mobility agree. and somebody who couldn't run very fast i needed all the mobility <laughs> i could get <laughs> i always wore mine up at the knee
0: as well knickers style yeah. right like it, I, I, I like it looks better it looks better
2: anyway i think it looks i anyway. agree
0: but this dude's wearing them above his knee. Yeah. He looks like he's about ready to get on a surfboard. Yes, he does. You know what I mean? It's like he's it's like baseball's version of Daisy Duke's up as high as he's got them. Oh, it's just yeah. And, and I think, I think
2: Hunter on. Pence has been been the influence on that because he's always worn them up above his knee. He's never had them down below his knee. He's always had them up above. I think he had something to do with that. And, and I don't know. I think, I think above the knee is a little Maybe. bit strange. But whatever seems <laughs> to be working for him. It's just.
0: It's just fun to tease him about it. It is.
2: It is. <laughs> yeah.
0: But he playing good baseball right now. He's playing great baseball. Really? That's what matters, right? Yeah. I
2: mean, it seems to be working all across the board. He hit two balls with a total of 900 feet the other day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's he's not just running the bases. He's killing the ball. So if if the rest of the Rangers can come around and play baseball, maybe they'd have a chance at the wild card. But I don't think that's cool.
0: Well, I don't think it's going to happen no. this year. No, it's not going to happen. Texas. No. But next season, when they get that new that new stadium, I had a buddy of mine came or went to the well, ground zero, I guess you could call it. But they went to the new construction site and and they were able to walk in. Oh, really? And see what that new stadium is going to look like in Arlington. And my buddy was like, "Dude, it is
2: huge. Yeah, it's huge." Be awesome.
0: Well, and and have you ever been to a a Rangers game in the summertime? I have not. Oh man, like like, look, I've been to Afghanistan when it's hot. Okay. (laughs) And it's it's like, it's so bad. Like the, the ushers were telling us we could not sit in our seats that we held tickets in because it was so hot. They were like, you can't sit there. We're not going to let you sit there. Where did you have to come? We were up in the upper deck. Uh Right. And we got right on the, on the, up against the pole, right. A little wall. So you don't fall over. Yeah. And that was right where the sun was, but about five or six rows back was the shaded area at uh, globe life. Mm -hmm. And so the ushers were like, no, 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 no. And where's your water? Where's your water? (laughs) Oh my God. And they, and they pulled us back. And so everybody was sitting up in the shade and we were all talking about, you know, where our seats were at, at one point. And it was, it's a completely different experience. But I couldn't sit in. I tried to sit down in my chair. I couldn't sit there. It was too hot. Wow. Couldn't even sit.
2: That's something else. They should. Yeah. And see, I'm of the opinion every ballpark should have a retractable roof. Like really? everybody who's building, everybody who's building a new ballpark, put a retractable roof on it.
0: I mean, they have one in Arizona wow.
2: for that reason.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, I've been there.
2: Because it would be way too hot if they didn't have that retractable roof. I mean, 120 degrees in the summer. You can't play baseball in that. So they Mm -hmm. have that retractable roof at Chase. They have a retractable roof in Seattle because it rains all the time. You know, goodbye to the the rain out. If everybody has a retractable roof and you can still play baseball outdoors, it still feels outdoors if the the roof is open. And even if it's closed, the roof is high enough and it's enough of like a, uh, you get enough of a, like a breeze, like a cross breeze that you still feel like you're outdoors Mm -hmm. even if the roof is closed. Yeah, that's true. So I'm I've been of the opinion for a long time that everybody should have a retractable roof, never have to worry uh, about it rain out again.
0: I am trying to imagine Dodger Stadium with a retractable roof. Yeah, and it's just not possible.
2: No, it's not. And and like I said, when they build new stadiums, like I'm not saying put a lid on Wrigley. I'm not saying put a, a lid right. on Dodger Stadium. That someday, if those teams build new stadiums, they include a retractable roof. You know, don't, don't mm-hmm. put a lid on Yankee Stadium. You know, you don't, you don't yeah. need to do that. Fenway. Yeah, don't put Fenway. a lid on Think of Fenway. Yeah, don't put a lid on Fenway. But someday, if those stadiums do get replaced, put a retractable roof on them. Just okay. no more rain outs, no snow outs in, during the World Series or or the beginning of the season in, you know, late March, whatever, early April. Yeah. Don't, just don't have to yeah. worry about it. So. Yeah.
0: No, Okay. Okay, I'll give you yeah. that. I could see yeah. that. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't. I, need as that. long as we're putting a caveat on that, these historic ballparks aren't going to get messed. Yeah, no, with. no,
2: no. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Okay. No, if if eventually when they're replaced, because they're going to be at some point probably, um, just get a, yeah, probably include a retractable roof. I think it would be nice. Hey,
0: just while you're at it, spending yeah. billions of dollars yeah. or whatever, just go ahead and spend a
2: couple billion more. Yeah, what's a couple billion while you're at it?
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. all right well, let's take a short
2: break i think i think i need to take a quick water break um and then we'll come back and we're going to talk too. about the all-star game Woo! hey babe i'm headed to concessions
1: do you want me to grab you something yeah anything whatever you're getting okay i saw a burger i'll probably grab that mm, no that doesn't sound good okay i think there's barbecue probably some nachos uh, i don't think i want either of those either um But just get me anything. What do you want? Uh, I saw a hot dog earlier. Okay, I can do that. Well, no.
0: Couples may quarrel, but baseball is for lovers. Shop the Lovers Collection at 9plusus.com. All right, welcome back, baseball family. We're going to get into a topic that we're all very excited about, and we know you are too. We're going to talk about the All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby. Yeah. So, Brad, i got a couple of questions for you. Do you care
2: is the first question. (laughs) (laughs) Do I care? I do care. I like the Home Run Derby. I think it's a lot of fun. And I think part of the reason I care is because uh, going back to when I was just a, a young lad, Um, watching Ken Griffey Jr. in the home run derby all those years because he was my favorite player growing up as a Mariners fan. Uh, you know, born as a Mariners fan. And I loved watching Griffey in, in the home run derby. And then watching everybody else and watch watch how everybody does it. And there's and and it's one of those things where you have those unexpected moments in it, you know? Like I remember cheering for Josh Hamilton at Yankee Stadium crushing sure. all those home runs and yeah he ran out of gas at the end. but you don't i don't even remember who won that year i do remember I that that round where he hit all those home runs and he was hitting him to the back of yankee stadium and i was like he's gonna hit one out and i was like losing my yeah. losing my mind <laughs> you know and it was so exciting to watch uh watch this guy who i'd never heard of even though you know i'd watch the rangers but watch this guy hit all these home runs you know there's there's always a moment in the home run derby that's memorable whether it's who wins you know or somebody coming up but but no i i totally look forward to what about you
0: i love the home run derby we have a party almost oh yeah you should like if if you're close and you want to come over to my house and watch the home run derby like we're gonna watch it and there will be finger food (laughs) i'm gonna make the trip like we yeah we legitimately (laughs) love the derby it is a carefree you know hair down party (laughs) and and we yell and scream and and it's just awesome. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. <clears throat> so it's I think so for the the newer fans of baseball, it this is probably like the the like the crystal chalice of baseball, right? Because yeah. they just love the newer fans love home runs. And so this is the closest thing like the I love the home run derby because they strip away all the rest of baseball that makes it complicated and that makes it stressful and that you know all of the old school died in the wool baseball fans like me mm-hmm. you know we we were like wow ah, he shouldn't have swung for the fences there he should have laid down a bunt yeah, or whatever. why yeah. isn't he trying to steal a base you don't get to deal with any of that yeah. so it's carefree
2: it is it's, and, it, it's so much fun and, and you know one of my favorite things is getting to the ballpark early and watching batting practice and yeah. that's what this is it's you get to watch that's these right. guys do batting practice competitive batting practice exactly competitive batting practice and it's it's a blast anybody who's never watched the home run derby watch it this week because you're you're gonna enjoy it it's a ton of fun especially with the guys who are in it oh man turn up the volume too yes yeah because they've got everybody mic'd up right just about everybody's mic'd up in the home run derby
0: yeah and all their teammates that are all-stars are there and everybody's cheering them on and they're all like four feet away right like and their kids are on the field with them and they're no, oh, it's just like no, it's so much fun. I know yeah. people don't like it, but it's so much fun. It's a little peek behind the curtain. Yeah, it's a blast. Okay, so round one, we're gonna see Christian Yelich up against Vladimir Guerrero Jr., mm-hmm. and then Alex Bregman goes against Jock Peterson. Pete Alonso versus Carlos Santana. Josh Bell versus Ronald Acuna Jr. That's that's the bracket for round one. So let me let me go back through those, Brad, and let me t- tell me who you got, okay? Christian mm-hmm. Yelich and Vlad
2: Jr. That's honestly, I think that's the toughest, the toughest one <laughs> of all of them, because Vlad yeah. Jr. That guy can, I mean, all these guys can kill the ball, obviously, but sure. Vlad's a different breed. Yelich has, he's got like a true home run swing, right, and he's got the length to hit to consistently hit home runs, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think I might go with an upset on this one. I think Vlad's going to gonna take this one.
0: Really? Even though Christian Yelich has hit like 32 this year or something like that already?
2: Yeah, but how many games has Vlad missed and how long did it take him to adjust to Major League pitching? Right. And no, I, d- I don't disagree many. with you. So, no, right. I think Vlad, when it comes to batting practice, is just going to crank him.
0: Well, I have to agree with you. Even though he's the eighth seed, I think uh we you know, Vlad the Impaler Junior is gonna take this one. I'm yep. coining that now as well. Yes. So, I'm like sure it. somebody else has already. I like it. Though. Okay. B- Bregman and Peterson, who you got? Peterson. Me too. Peterson. Pete Alonzo and, and Carlos Santana. Uh
2: I'm gonna go with Alonzo. I know he's a rookie. Oh, really? But yeah, I'm gonna go with rookies on this. Uh I think I think he I mean he can He's another guy who just kills the ball. I mean, there's there's a reason he's a two seed.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. So I got I'm picking Santana. I think Santana's going to take that round. Okay.
2: Okay. <clears throat> Josh
0: Bell and Acuna. Uh,
2: I I'm going to go with Josh Bell. Me too. Yeah, I got to take Josh. Yeah, he's on that a way. he's a pure slugger. I mean, he hit three home runs in a game the other day, so he seems ready. Yeah. And I wonder if he's going to, because he's a switch hitter, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I wonder if he's going to switch sides if he gets tired on one on one side of the plate. Whoa, that would be... That'd be something else. I don't
0: think we've ever seen that.
2: I don't... I've never seen it happen.
0: I haven't, personally. I wonder if it's ever been done in the All-Star Game... Or in the, uh, in the Home Run, home run, run, run Derby. That
2: would be interesting. I would... Actually, that'd be really cool to see that. I'm here for that. Yeah, I, I'm here for that if Josh Bell wants to wants to switch sides of the plate absolutely that'd be so cool (laughs) yeah that'd be cool think of all the little kids he'd encourage (laughs) yeah and i think more kids (laughs) should be trying to hit from both sides of the plate i do too yeah i do too yeah hey i'm not just gonna beat you left-handed i'm gonna beat you (laughs) (laughs) right-handed okay so who wins the whole thing who do you who do you got um i'm gonna take i'm gonna take vlad seriously seriously I'm not convinced. Yeah, me too. But that's how I'm going
0: to. <laughs> you that's do. how I feel too. I'm. I want him to win the whole
2: thing. That dude's a beast, man. He is. He is a beast. And it, you know, I like the Blue Jays, but it's unfortunately he's stashed away in Toronto. Ooh. I mean, shots. Shots fired. Shots fired. That's two weeks in a row. Yeah, it is. But I, I did. <laughs> I did put the caveat that I like the Blue Jays.
0: Yeah, I like the Blue Jays a lot, and I like that they've. It's like the. uh what are they calling them? The memorial team or whatever? The, the, uh, ah, all their dads are Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Cause whatever. you got Biggio. <laughs> yeah. You got
2: Biggio on that team too. Yeah. 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 If you, can't, if you can't figure out who to draft, draft a, uh, draft a, uh, <laughs>
0: this, this kid of a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Right? Draft
2: a kid of a Hall of Famer. There you go. Exactly. So,
0: okay. So we both have Vlad taking the whole thing, but a couple of other questions that actually. Major League Baseball and ESPN have been asking, so who who's going to hit the longest home run in in this derby?
2: Oh man, uh, I think Josh Bell's going to hit the longest home run in the derby. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do, what will that be? What was that? What that distance? Oh man, I'm so bad at distance. I think he's going to push 500 feet. Nice. I, I do. I think he's going to. That guy he has so much raw power. He's had, he's had so many splashdowns in the Allegheny this season already. Yeah, the, I I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna push five hundred feet. See,
0: and I agree with you. I've got four ninety four, but I'm giving it to Christian Yelich. Oh, I could see that. That's my opinion. Yeah. Okay, so who do you who not who but how many? So in 2018, 221 home runs were hit total the whole home run derby. Mm-hmm. How many are gonna hit this? this year
2: oh it's gonna blow that's gonna blow the roof off the whole thing i'm gonna go with three 330 330 yeah yeah whoa
0: that's a and more
2: yeah yeah i think it's gonna i think it's gonna blow the roof off the whole thing because i mean you're talking about juiced baseballs if that's the case yeah. or just guys who are better hitters and happen to be hitting more home runs yeah. with this field i think it's possible hmm. i don't think you're wrong I think I, I think, think you a, a whole new world of home runs in the in this mm. derby. That'll be exciting. So what what's what's your number?
0: I had two thirty three. I don't think it's going to be that different. Yeah, yeah. I think guys get up there and get a little bit of yippee,
2: but that's just my opinion. Especially these younger guys. We'll see. Yeah, they could, they could. But I I just think there's going to be a whole bunch of home runs in this one, and it's going to be awesome. And then the
0: the winning player. Um. So, pick the total
2: number of home runs hit by the winning MLB player. Let's see. How many did Bryce Harper hit last year? 45. 45? I'm going to go 60. Whoa. <laughs> 60 Dang. for the winner. See, I've got 42. I mean, I might just be, like, way out in left field here. but Well, you can get the T-shirt now. I can. I might yeah. need it.
0: Straight out of left field, Brad's comments coming straight out of left field. His opinions. You got to get on the shop and get yourself that T-shirt. Straight out of left field from the straight out of baseball
2: collection. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So we love the derby, but I do feel like it's like the home run derby's over. It's like, well, what, what now? You know, NBA All Star Weekend has the three point competition, slam dunk contest, skills contest. I kind of want something else to lead up to the Derby, right? You mean the All-Star game? Yeah. Yeah, you've got the All-Star game. But I kind of want something to lead up to, like, to build the, the, the excitement for the Home Run Derby, though. I want okay. one more event. Okay. What is something that you think uh, that they could do for all, for the All-Star events that could lead up to the Home Run Derby?
0: Uh, that's a great question. Well, they do the softball game, the celebrity softball game. They do.
2: Yeah, they do the celebrity softball game, but they do that way before and they air it after the home run derby, right? Yeah. And it, but so it's, it's always almost like coming down. It is fun. It's, it's a true. blast. In fact, you know what? My son Wilson was born. Um, uh, my wife is in labor during the, like during the all-star game and all that stuff is long labor. So we get to watch yeah. the home run derby and the all-star game and the espies while we were in the hospital
0: oh man (laughs) it's a long time a long time
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) so that was awesome and it was like it was super cool to get to watch the derby and then watch the then kind of settle down after and watch the uh watch the celebrity softball game but something i think that they should do before is do a skills competition kind of like do you remember those um those those skills videos that used to the, the commercials for the skills videos that would come on. I can't remember the guy I used to do them, but I do remember Fred McGriff was on the commercials, and they would have all those kids coming out, fielding, fielding balls in the outfield, and they would throw throw the ball home into a bucket. Yeah, They should do something like that. Throw the ball into a net from center field, basically like trying to throw strikes from center field. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Or have, uh, add a little bit extra to it, uh, have a runner start from second, ah. and have him try to score... Like, have somebody, the fungo, hitting ground balls out to center field and have them try to throw the ball into the net, and if the ball reaches the net before the runner reaches home, then he's out. Oh, that would be interesting. You know, just add a little bit of flavor to it, make, a, make just a little bit more spice to the uh, to the all-star game. Okay, my own, I think something
0: like that would be a little It would run. be fun. My only issue is that with already a, a really long season, are guys desperate for this break, and something like that would just disrupt the break that
2: they need? yeah and that's and that is the other thing is that nobody's throwing during the during the home run derby, right, right? yeah but I do think with all those alpha males out there, you would get guys <laughs> who'd be like, no, I can out throw you oh for sure no I can throw that guy out. No, I could beat that guy's arm. Yeah, I think there would be enough guys who would want to compete in it that it would be a lot of fun. to bench. I agree.
0: I just don't want guys getting hurt mid-season like this. That's my only thing. Yeah,
2: and that's and that is the other thing with having guys run from second is you risk it. You risk a hamstring or an ankle. Yeah. Yep. So, and that's why you maybe just stick to the center fielders throwing the ball into the into the net. Yeah, which would be yeah. really cool. It could be really cool if they set it up right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that, and and you don't even have to kill your arm. You don't. You don't. Don't necessarily put any 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 value on the on the clock of the pitch. You could still clock it. Yeah, just you know, distances just though. But but just distance. You know, maybe um, <clears throat> maybe have the guys move back a little bit. Yeah. Start start with like like a like a ball a little bit behind second base, and then as they go, move it back or see who can get the most in a row or the most out of like fifteen ground balls, something like that. Huh. I don't know. Huh. I think it'd be kind of a fun thing to watch. That
0: could be interesting. I, yeah, I like that.
2: Yeah, just add a little bit of a skill competition huh. to, the, to, the, to the all-star to game. To the, the festivities. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. All right, well, let's take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to get into the game itself, the all-star game itself. Hey, Mike,
1: Catherine, those are some cool t-shirts you guys have. Thanks, man. Yeah, I got it from
0: 9plusus.com. They have tons of great baseball designs.
1: Yeah, I wear my 9plusus clothing all the time. My favorite gym tank says diamonds are everyone's best friend. And my go-to shirt for barbecue says a hot dog at the ballpark is better than steak at the Ritz.
2: Wow,
0: I love that. Right? Isn't that so cool? Yeah, I also got this snapback from 9plusus. They're really the greatest stuff. Well, I'm going to have to do some shopping after this batter.
1: What was that site again?
0: So yeah, it's 9plusus.com, so the number 9, right, 9 players on the field, plus us, so 9, the number 9, P-L-U-S-U-S dot com.
1: Shop 9plusus.com, apparel for game day and every day.
2: right, welcome back baseball family, thanks for joining us again. Uh, We want to talk a little bit about the All-Star game itself. So, the game is coming up this week, and I don't know about you, you Brig, but this is my absolute favorite All-Star game. Out of all the major sports, the Major League Baseball All-Star game is my favorite, because the game itself doesn't change. Um, The players actually play, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Because, like, in the NBA, there's no defense. They're scoring almost 200 points a game. Um, The NFL, nobody likes to tackle. Right and, and and kind of the same thing as the NBA with, uh, with the NHL, and they're scoring like twelve twelve goals a game, right? Right. So it's like, are they they, are they even skating a goalie out there? But with <laughs> with Major League Baseball, the only really the only change they're making is the pitching. You know, yeah. having guys pitch a couple innings a game is all, which is I'm okay with. Oh that's a smart because <clears throat> I'm of the opinion that I don't want my guys guys from my team, especially if I'm in a division race, spending a whole lot of time out on the field. Yeah, totally. Because of the risk of injury, because freak accidents happen all the time. Yep. So I'm okay I, I'm okay seeing my guys go out there for two innings, get to see him play, get in a bat, pitch whatever, and then let somebody else have a turn. Yeah, I agree with you. I love it for all the same reasons. Yeah, I think that Major League Baseball has that down perfectly, and I think I think that the and I said it last week that it's it's like it's the best sandlot game in the world, that they have this thing down to a science and it's perfect. They did have those few years where, uh, you know, where the winner the the winning league got home field in the World Series. Yeah, And that was a little weird. I thought it was a good idea at first, but then I saw how it played out and I was like, no, nah, I don't, I don't
0: like that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I am still mixed on that. I I don't know. I think I'm not I'm not against the home field advantage decision being made by the the All-Star game actually. Yeah? What is that? I'm not agi- I'm not against it. I I think it's a decent idea because when in 2002 when that all got started, it was uh-huh. because nobody was playing to win in the All-Star game. Right. So yeah, they a, had that tie game. That tie they game in pitching. Yeah, in 2002. <clears throat> not just cuz they ran out of pitching, but because it was kind of a I mean it was it was more like what you've just described with these other sports where they they kind of out there and kind of playing around kind of not playing around you know mm-hmm. but but in 2002 and certainly in 2003 and beyond it became like well, we got to win this game
2: <laughs> right like yeah and they started yeah. really caring yeah and and I feel like sometimes and since you do have a representative from every team on the all-star on the all-star roster you get you might get some guys in there who are kind of like I'm not making the postseason. I don't really care. Totally. You know? And I feel like a financial incentive is more likely to get guys to play. Yeah. Than home field for the World Series. Because there are probably about 10 guys in that, ros- on that on that roster out of the, what, 25, you know, 40, however many they have in there. Yeah. Who are like, I am going to be in the World Series. I have a chance to be in the World Series. I want home field. Yeah. But the rest of them are kind of like, well, I'm not going to be. So what's, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just here to add this to my resume.
0: Yeah. You know what else? What else gets me though? I love that they do this before the trade deadline, because yes, it gives you a chance to show your stuff in a lighthearted environment when you can kind mm-hmm. of pick your shots a little bit, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and so guys can say, hey, don't don't forget about me. Not that they're going to be forgotten about. I mean, they're in the home. They're in the All Star game for crying out loud. So. But this year is a little bit different with all of the injuries. And uh, I think I saw one guy just said, no, thank you. Right. Halfway through last week, he was like, man, I don't want to do this anymore. And so they they're calling up these guys who were third, fourth seed, fifth seed, you know, and now they're playing in the all-star game and they're on the roster. So maybe this is a chance to see them showcase
2: a little bit. Yeah. And you're like, like, Max Muncy is a guy who was, was named just the other day to the roster um, as an injury, injury replacement. And it's like, you know, we we know who Max Muncy is. We've talked about him. He's he's obviously a guy who's played a role, an important role with the Dodgers. And, and he's got himself in the news by kind of barking at mad bum earlier this season, (laughs) but now he's, he can make himself more well known by getting on, on the all-star roster. Like, like you talked about, it's an opportunity to get out there and, and, One thing that I liked about playing on all-star teams growing up, it's a chance to play with other guys. Yeah. It's a nice little change of scenery. You can see kind of different styles of play, or uh, for me as a catcher, different styles of pitching that that you like that you don't like. You know, different personalities on the mound that I was kind of like, oh, I don't like the way that guy approaches things, you know. Yeah. Uh, That guy's really hard to work with. I hope I don't play with him in the future. You know, things like that as far as a catcher for me, and and maybe uh, middle infielders, you know, I don't like the way he he turns a double play. You know, I have no chemistry with that guy. I will not yeah. play with him in the future, things like that. So it's kind of fun to get to to mix things up and, and see how guys play together uh, just just for one night. Yeah, I agree
0: with you. So then I got to ask you, do you have anybody that you would have liked to see in this game? Like it's, you know, it's a couple of days away now, but what – who are we missing?
2: Um, Honestly – the one guy I wanted to see is on the roster um Daniel Vogelbach with the Mariners because he so he was traded from the Cubs to the Mariners uh, a few years ago and he's been up and down ever since like he, he he came up for roster expansions at the end of the season um and then he would go back down and spend spend the beginning of the season in AAA and then come back up for like an injury replacement he's been on the 40man roster. Pretty much since the Mariners acquired him. He made the opening day roster with the Mariners this year, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. And he's been on a tear. I love it. I am so happy for this guy. Because when when they acquired him, I was like, okay, just another home run hitter. But he's become such a complete hitter. He is a double hitter who hits home runs instead of a home run hitter who hits doubles. And I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier. (laughs) That's your thing. It is my thing. Hit doubles, man. String them yep. together. Hit doubles, and not only that, but he's got power for days. If he wants yep. to hit a home run, he can. He'll hit it off the hit of here cafe in right field, and he's done it multiple times. And right. he's and they always talk about how he looks kind of like Babe Ruth because he's kind of portly. He kind of has yeah. that twinkle toes run, but then at yeah, the same does. time they talk about in the clubhouse how he's Chris Farley. He does this fantastic right. Chris Farley impression, and that he just he he's like the glue for the clubhouse. He's he keeps everybody together and I am the biggest fan of Daniel Vogelbach and I couldn't be happier this guy and you know like I said everybody every team has to have a representative on the all-star team yeah and so he happens to be the one for the Mariners on, on not a great team this year uh, because of other injuries and stuff but but I couldn't be happier for this guy that he that he made his first all-star game this yeah. season I'm thrilled for him that's awesome what about you? I I think I know who who you would like to have seen, but why don't you go ahead and, go ahead and tell me who you, you would have liked to have seen on this roster?
0: Um, I'm I'm pretty okay with what's gone on actually. So, the guy, one of the guys that I really needed to see on the roster, actually, like you, made it onto the roster, but mm-hmm. through some, uh, let's call them unfortunate circumstances. Yeah. So Brandon Lau, Tampa Bay second mm-hmm. baseman. <clears throat> uh unfortunately was injured and so his slot was given to Glaber Torres. Yep. Which is fantastic for me, right? Because I love glaber Torres and he deserves to be on an all star team. Absolutely. Now, I mean it's unfortunate about Lau and And
2: and Tommy Lestella for the Angels because that guy's
0: had a great season. Absolutely, right? So so like who do you pick between these three guys? I don't know. I don't know who's better, honestly. Mm Yeah. But um they should all be represented on some level. And Tampa Bay has had a crazy awesome season. I can't believe how well they've been playing. Me neither. And I, and I love watching them play. And so to have their, you know, their star second baseman not <clears throat> functional right now, I'm really hoping that this All-Star break gives him some time. And I don't I don't know what his uh injury is, but I know it's a 10 he's on the 10-day IL. Uh mm-hmm. it looks Oh, I just looked. It's a bruised shin. So he's got a bruised shin. He's only out 10 days. This all-star break is going to give him just as, you know, the perfect amount of time to really rehab and then come back for the second half. And I hope that the AL East is a battle. I hope it's a battle because these these rays are for real. And so, mm-hmm. anyway, back to your question, now that I'm done soapboxing, to Torres yeah. is fantastic. He deserves to be... Uh, in this All Star Game, and he's the guy I wanted to see, and so he's there, and I'm feeling fulfilled.
2: Yeah, who so did thought, you think? I, I thought it was going to be Luke Voigt. I wish, I love Luke Voigt, Honestly, I know you do. I know you're a big Luke Voit fan. I thought you were going to say that that he should have been in, and I think he's been having a great season, and probably should have been too. Um, yeah, made he it as, should a, be. as an injury replacement, or even as a DH at some at some degree. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think Luke Voigt should be there. But,
0: so, I have a question. Do Mm -hmm. you think this mandatory one representative from each team, like, tell me what your thoughts are on that?
2: I don't think it's necessary, to be honest. Um, I know the NBA doesn't have it, because there's been years that my Blazers didn't have somebody and they didn't deserve to have anybody on it. Um, And there's been years that my Mariners, I don't feel like, deserve to have anybody on it. Because there's been years where I, I watch the Mariners as much as I can because I love them, but I honestly I was like I, there's not a single guy on this team that I like, like right. like I I can't be a fan of anybody because I just a I don't know them because it was a revolving door, um and I just I don't like the way they're put together you know, and granted there was a lot of years where it was Felix Hernandez because he's the only guy who deserved it, sure you know? and and he sure. and he did and he was deserving. But before him, you know, there was there was a few years there was like I don't know who should go on this roster, I don't know who should make an All Star game. Yeah, you know, it was it was kind of like who 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 on this team should go? And there was the years where um, you know the Rays were really bad, and it, maybe it should have been Evan Longoria. Yeah, absolutely. But if, if he was having a down year, then who? Or even the Astros; those years that they were super bad, and they were they were building through their farm system, and by by tanking Altuve and Correa probably weren't deserving yet. You know? Yeah. Not so yet. Who, you know? So, so yeah. who would, who would go? And so I, it, it's fun because it gets people to watch like, Oh, I get to watch my guy. But at the same time, it's like, are they deserving? Because you, you could get a guy like a, a Luke Voit who deserves to be on the roster. Um, but, but he's not going. And that's part of the reason that I I said, I think it was last week on the last episode that I don't vote for the all star game. Just because I don't want to be in control of what guys can put on their resume, mm, right? Interesting. When it when it comes down the road, is that I'm just a fan? That's my qualification, is right? The, right? Is that I'm going to vote for the guys that I like? It's a popularity contest. The year that Ken Griffey Jr. retired, he was one of the leading vote getters. Right. And he'd only played in like twenty some odd games, and so I I don't. Uh, and and there was another there was another year that the that the royals had done some amazing campaign and there was seven of the eight all-star voters that you vote on we're starting we're royals yeah you know and so and so for me that that's the one thing of the all-star game that's tainted Um, but at the same time like i said it's for the fans it's what the fans want to see and then the reserves are filled out by the managers and and the players mm-hmm. and everything which which i really appreciate but <clears throat> I feel like because you have to have a representative from every team that there are some guys who are deserving who end up missing out yeah i agree with you so mm. so that's my one problem with the whole thing interesting so, yeah that's my that's my All Star Game soapbox. <laughs> I can see that. I can see you feel strongly. <laughs> I do. I feel very strongly about. it. So I don't. I don't vote for the All Star Game in any sport for that reason. Yeah. So interesting.
0: Okay, so Brad, <clears throat> I got to ask you, man. This is the last question of the of the episode.
2: Okay. What is your favorite All Star Game memory? Favorite All Star Game memory. Yep. Let's see. Oh my gosh, there's so many of them. There's wow. so many memories come flooding back about the All Star Game. Um, I think it was, uh, John Crook going up, batting right-handed against Randy Johnson <laughs> because like he, he put his helmet on backwards yeah, and got in the right-handed batter's box because, uh, and that just told the story of Randy Johnson, right? Yeah. Because left-handers were so afraid of him because <laughs> of that nasty slider. Yeah, for sure. And he wasn't afraid to give you a bow tie with that thing. No, yeah. That... You know, I just every time I see that I crack up. I'm like, "Oh, Randy Johnson and that slider." Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think I think that's the the one that that always comes back to me anytime I think of the All Star Game. It's just because it's it's uh, it's the players having fun, but also like he got in, he he just got up there and he was still like, "All right, I'm ready to bat. Let's do this thing." You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, what about you? Um,
0: I have two. Okay. My, the. I'll give you the soft one first, second place. My second favorite all-star game memory is when and I don't even remember who the player was, but um he walked up to the plate and took a picture. he took his phone out of his back pocket. I think it was last season or maybe the season before. was two years ago. It was, it was two was, years uh, ago.
2: No Nelson Cruz. Nelson
0: Cruz. Yeah, he took his phone out of his back pocket and he wanted to take a picture with Joe West. That is one of my favorite all-star game memories. It was it was hilarious. It connected the fans to the players. It was, uh, you know, perfect timing. And and yeah. Joe West, you know, he is a no nonsense guy. So the fact yeah. that he, you know, ran with that and let it let it happen and, and took a picture. And I mean, it's absolutely hilarious. And, yeah,
2: and yanni Molina took the picture. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I just yeah. loved it. I thought the whole thing was a hilarious, very slight aside and, and all that. So that's my number two. My number one is the – it encompasses the entire 2008 All-Star Game. Okay. This is the one in the Bronx mm-hmm. <clears throat> where Josh Hamilton – that I think it's the same year Josh Hamilton um, went on his round one home run derby cruise Yes, that was <laughs> where he hit 28 yeah. or whatever it was. Okay. Yeah. Totally amazing, right? But it's, anyway, so it – the the thing the thing about it was that it was 15 innings long yeah and the score ended up being 4 to 3 in favor of the American League but it was this just grind man it was this battle mm-hmm. and they're you know scrolling through position players and pitchers and anyway it was a marathon mm-hmm. it was almost two full games worth of baseball yeah. in an all-star scenario and i thought it was Absolutely fitting,
2: and you know, anytime there's an All Star Game that goes on and on, or like the World Series, there's a World Series marathon last year, or two yeah. years ago. I can't remember. It reminds me of this this crappy book that I read in elementary school. <laughs> it's called Baseball Three Thousand, and I, I it would probably make more sense to me now, but I didn't realize it was a bunch of short stories put together into one book at the time. Yeah. So it was really confusing for me. But there's once there's one story called the 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 baseball game in heaven. And it's it's all the it's all the the baseball players who have passed away. So it's like like Babe Ruth was there, you know, and and like the whole murderers row and everything. You and know. Teddy Williams, they, yeah, yeah. They they up, they put them all together in a, in a game, and it's like it's like oh, it's the nineteenth inning, it's tied eight to eight, and so and so hits a home run that goes five hundred feet. Looks like we could be nearing the end, and then somebody comes and ties it up, and the game never ends, and. It, because they keep tying up the game right because it's all the these best players, you know, and then finally, uh the game ends because they get into an argument about I think it was pitching i think they ran out of pitching it's <laughs> like I was like well, that's kind of a crappy way for that to end, but that's what I always that, I always come back to that anytime I see those marathon games, especially with the, like I said with the uh the all-star game or the world Series yeah. it's like they're too good, it's never gonna end yeah. It's never gonna end so it's fun to see yeah. it in the
0: all-star game because you, you can see almost like the the switch gets flipped right you see yeah these third string fourth string all-stars i hate to say that that sounds terrible but these it, it it's so funny because they're
2: still they're the, the best, best, best in, the in the game i know and
0: so <laughs> but you get down to these third fourth string and by the seventh inning guys are like okay but who's gonna win this game right and you get you get to those those coaching selections and they really are kind of out to prove themselves. Right. Cause they're, they're saying, no, 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 I was selected to the all-star game, but I was the last guy on the list. Right. Got picked last in the Sandlot game. And there's some there's some truth to that. You know, we can perceive that. And so in a situation like this in 2008 um, you know, these guys are like, no, for real, like, like we got to win this game and we can't make Mm -hmm. substitutions anymore. And so it's up to us. And it becomes this, like, not only does it become more serious because these guys have all this pressure on them. I think they're putting on themselves, but on top of that, you know, they, they have something to prove. I don't know. I just think
2: it's fun. So a couple years ago, Robinson Cano still a Mariner at the time. Yeah. He was, brought in as an injury rep- injury replacement right yeah and he did just that he hit a home run I think it was the top of the tenth and and yeah it's it's he was an injury replacement because he's kind of having a down year by his standards yeah and I think it was just like he's walking up there he's like no I'm an all star I'm gonna end this game right now you know that's I'm, right. I'm give us the lead and this is gonna be it because I say so yeah <laughs> no I totally agree with you those guys are that they, that they go out there with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder and they want to perform. And that's when I feel like the, I agree. I think that's when the game gets really, really good. It's a yeah. lot of fun to watch. So, all right. Well, we've talked about the All-Star Game. Now let's uh, let's go watch it. Um, it's coming up. Okay, it's going to be on Tuesday, July 9th at 5.30. Check that's tomorrow. Westerns. Yep, tomorrow um, at 5.30. That's Mountain Time because I'm Mountain Time. That's going to be 7.30. Eastern, eastern time mm-hmm. so it's on fox and uh, let's all enjoy it enjoy the the greatest sandlot game in the world it's gonna be a whole <laughs> lot of fun to watch yeah it is
0: don't forget to uh jump on the shop at shop9 com. that's the number nine plus.us.com obviously and uh get yourself some baseball swag and support a good cause and make sure
2: you like subscribe rate review the podcast And we'll see you next time, baseball family.